Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. Mike and Joe here on September 12th. It is a Tuesday. We are closing in at about 5 p.m. Eastern time by the time this show kind of gets rolling the way it usually does. We hope you're all doing well this week. Uh, We hope you enjoyed Pittsburgh. We'll talk about that briefly. We have a ton of new cars to talk about. And similar to last week, I think this is another like kind of pretty pumped up episode. There's some pretty fun stuff and impactful cards to talk about. We got a lot of new information around these Ancient Roar and Future Flash sets. A lot of card reveals around these new mechanics that will be coming our way. Some really, really sweet stuff. Before we get into that, Joe, we are both sleepy boys as we record today. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I I felt that. Like I said, you get on, you're like, yeah, it's it's hard to get out of the computer right now. Yes. Now, would you be sleeping otherwise? Uh, I would probably give myself another half hour. I took a nap yesterday and felt great. I did not take a nap today because I got home a little later, and I feel sleepy we will see my body hates me i'm not there yet i'm not there yet i'm not i I, i'm i'm getting back into like the heavier swing of my schedule so i really gotta watch out for that but i'm not feeling it yet i've been doing a good job to take care of myself as of now i need to get you know what i don't you know what i don't do that i should do i should take vitamins i don't take vitamins do you take vitamins No. I feel like it's a good idea. Feel more awake, be more healthy. Maybe less sleepy. Do you think it would make you less sleepy? Or would you just be perpetually sleepy? Um, I don't think vitamins have anything to do with how I feel. That's true. That's fair. You could just be physically exhausted. That's I guess I just I I'm thinking more like avoiding getting sick. Well, that's vitamin C. Vitamin C, all that good stuff. I got that's my always fear is, is getting sick for a couple of days because a lot of people are already getting sick around me and it's it's ugh. But we're tired, we're here, but we're excited. So it's a sleepy boy podcast. We're hanging out though. You doing all right? Otherwise, I think so. You plan on playing Pokemon this week? Uh, let's see what my body tells me to tomorrow after work. Bring more, bring more, because you've been having fun with rapid strikes. So I figured you'd be going if, like you said, you feel better. Yeah, if I feel better, um, uh, I'll most likely go. To be honest, yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm still forcing myself to do things like that. Well, and I think overall it's a healthy thing for you, so I think that's mm-hmm. always good. So sweet. Well, that's good. Again, we recorded this on Tuesday, so no Wednesday stuff yet. We will just kind of jump in. We had Pittsburgh over the weekend, and we had another local. Another local player, Jacob, do pretty well. What did he get? One fourteen. Uh, top one hundred something. Yes. I think looking back, he got one fourteenth, so top one twenty eight. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. Uh, eight four three, I believe, was the final record. Uh, he played Rapid Strike, correct? Uh huh. And that's a deck you're pretty happy about to see do well. Yes, I am, and see, I think Pittsburgh overall had it placed third place. No, no, sorry. Rapid Strike wasn't even in the top eight. I'm thinking of Japan. Sorry. Yeah, Japan differently, but Pittsburgh. There were a few of them. I mean, Lukia kind of bounced back up and counts a little bit of Pittsburgh. I I think it was a comfort pick. 
Well, and, and that's what we talked about, how mid-ground picks were going to win the event. That's kind of what you and I expected. Uh-huh. And looking at the top eight, it kind of it kind of lines up with that. Um, top eight, eighth place was Lugia. Same with fourth place. So eighth and fourth, both Lugia picks. Seventh place, we had Chien Pao. Sixth place and second place. So runner-up had a Maraidon Flaffy build. We've kind of talked about that over the past month, how it's been floating around, so to speak. Uh, we had Giratina, Lost Box, which was probably the favorite going into the event, getting fifth. Uh, and then Mew got third. So the winner of the event, Andrew Estrada, who has won events before, a name that we've seen before, won with Kyogre Lost Box. So had the Raikou Dragon IV, one of Kyogre. Again, a mid-round pick does really well hitting the bench. There were okay Gardevoir numbers, but we didn't see a ton of them. Uh, I think that overall, Lost Box and Lugia were the two most common decks. And then you kind of played it out from there. It looked like Maraidon was picking up in more play. Kind of alongside Chi and Pao. A pretty run-of-the-mill event, really. I mean, this was the first event that Charizard was viable. And I don't know. Do you know what the highest placing Charizard was? Can we even find that? This limitless yeah. only shows the top eight now. I can try to go to I can go to Pokestats. Hold on. Uh because it'll at least get me out of the top eight. So six top sixteen. There was one top 16 Charizard list. And then the next closest one. Ooh, we're scrolling down here. I guess the ones that were reported. Because they've got like 90%, 95% of decks here. You don't see a Charizard for a very long time. In fact, I'm still not finding a Charizard. The long, I'm in top 128. Uh, Yo- Yokohama had one at number 8. So, okay. So other events had it. But yeah, it looks like Charizard just kind of... Meh, did okay. So not a whole lot to talk about there, but not a lot. Like pretty quiet on the Charizard end, I felt. Mm-hmm. So it's that's a good just thing. yeah. And, and again, Charizard will be played, and it will be good. And there's things that enhance it, so on and so forth. But overall, what we learned from this event was it's a pretty middle of the of the middle of the road event. We knew that. We talked about that. How that would be something where something that was mid ground would do well. Don't want to repeat myself too much, but it, it typically is how it played out. Any comments on Pittsburgh? No. It, it, was, it was good to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And then I know you kept some tabs on Yokohama. Yeah, that's the city, uh, this, the championship league. Yeah, and the, Char- the Charizard you're talking about was a Curlia build. Yeah. It, it's like it's a 3 1 and 3 Charizard, four waltz. Curlia, excuse me. The it's the buddy catch Gallade that we can yep. search for. Um, uh, what's it called? The uh, uh, supporter return. So it's not the typical builds that we've been seeing. So it's it was an interesting thing. I could see that build showing up as well, in in North America. I I think once now everybody's as some of a template that did pretty successful, they'll start following it. Well, and, and there's things we'll talk about coming out in the future that might hurt this build, but, I mean, it's a lot less setup needed, right? You're just, you're, you're relying on the Curlias and eventually the Gallades. Yeah, well, the, the biggest hit and miss card, I guess the biggest topic of discussion is VIP pass, really. Right? When I built, 
Rapid Strike, I dumped all my VIP passes for Nest Balls. I just hate having dead cards. And I feel that, yes, VIP pass is really good. And then after that, you just hate it. And you didn't really miss it at all? Not really. Like, there's a couple times you're like, okay, maybe that would be kind of nice to have. But then I just know it clutters my hand, and I don't know what to do with it. So with Curlia's, you can get rid of it. Right. And I guess, yeah, Curlia, Curlia and Battle VIP Pass synergizes a lot better than a non-Curlia build, so I agree with you there. That or a Lost Zone, because you can Lost Zone your uh, your um, uh, Battle VIP Passes. But now that we'll have some card news on the horizon, I think Battle VIP Pass will be a staple in all, all decks for us. Right, I would agree with that. And I know first place at the event was a Maraidon build that used the new Mew EX that we'll be getting. So that'll be interesting to see how that translates. I mean, obviously, it's an easy fit, regardless of the region you're playing in. So I'm excited to see how Mew impacts things. But some really interesting tournament results to kind of go over. And normally, we would dive deeper into them. But we just have so many cards to talk about. I, I think it's just time to get into them. I think we're going to do that. Before we do, I do want to say there have been more trademarks. Crimson Haze, Night Wanderer, and Mask of Chains have been tra- Mask of Change have been trademarked for the TCG. By the time this episode goes live, the first DLC will be live for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So if you are getting that on release, hopefully you are having a great time with that. I know we both intend on playing it. I do want to say though, I'm not like I'm not like itching to play it. How are you feel? Are you excited to play the DLC? Yeah, I like the I like the premise of the of this first DLC story. I I am I actually think I'm gonna love it. I just haven't really. Is it bad that I just haven't thought about Scarlet and Violet really at all? What's that? Like it kind of. That was a joke. I know, I know, I know it was. I'm just saying, like, I don't. I loved the game. Yeah, it, I. This is weird. Everybody thinks I'm weird for saying this. I like Sword and Shield better than I like Scarlet and Violet. I went back to Sword and Shield more than Scarlet and Violet. Yes. I I was more excited for the DLC in Sword and Shield. I need to be fair, however, because truth be told, I could play the DLC this week and just be hooked back in. Yeah. Go shiny hunting. Go go get all the new Pokemon. I really could just be all in. Like the reason I'm like, super excited about it is because like August and September for me is like festival season for like the things I used to do, and to have this DLC come out during festival season for me is really cool and nostalgic just in general. Yeah, and that's and that's so. By the way, the rumor is you'll be able to play it tonight at midnight. No, um, if it's a worldwide release, we'll get it at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, I'm going to go charge my switch after we're done. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true, but if that is Starfield's going to wait tonight. Cause I like, seriously, I know this is a side tangent out about cards. And I said, we get the cards. There's a real shot that I'm just like fully sucked back in because I haven't thought about Scarlet and Violet, honestly, once since like the summer or like the spring, really, because shiny hunting was such a grind for the sandwiches. So I really love doing that. The competitive scene was fun, but the Terra Shard grinding was so intense that it just made me stop playing. But 
if this DLC is cool and really fun, I, and gives me somewhat of a vibe that Arceus gave me, kind of the vibe of like the old town and stuff, I'm, I'm, I might just be in. And maybe because I'm so into Starfield right now, that might be why I'm not super pumped. But I fully intend on playing it. So, yeah, we'll be playing that. All right, so the trademarks have come out for that. That's not anything crazy. But let's get into these cards. First on the list, we will go oldest to newest. We had a couple cards revealed that will be coming out in the Raging Surf set. Rika, supporter. Wait, we've already seen this one, haven't we? This is just full art. This is the look of the top four. So we're yeah. good there. Jirachi. This is the first playable card by the illustrator I collect that I've seen in a very long time. So I'm happy about that. Jirachi. Jirachi is a basic steel type Pokemon with 70 HP, has the ability Stellar Veil. Attacks from your opponent's basic Pokemon can't put damage counters on your bench. For one colorless energy, charge energy, search your deck for up to two basic energy cards, reveal them and put them into your hand. Well, Joe, I will let you have the spotlight here because we finally have our Sableye counter. All right, well, you just said it, so we're good. That's all you got to say? I mean, this is a card you're excited about, right? Oh, yeah, I'm excited about it. It means I can play other decks I want to play, but still not for a while. True, so, yeah. we, do, we do have some time for it. Yeah, so, uh, yes, we have our Sableye counter. Uh, we kind of had it in uh, Toad Scroll EX, but that's so inefficient. Um, this is so much easier to deal with. Uh, but on the flip side, too, I can also still play a Rapid Strike if it's still around. Be- well, and because Sableye's not going anywhere after rotation. No. So this is an absolute necessary card. So I'm just happy we finally saw it. Yeah, so I think uh, any Lost Zone build, yeah, will have your um, Sableyes, but it's not going to be your end game focus anymore, really. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but now we kind of finally have a a full repertoire of bench cards that can kind of impact different situations. We have Manaphy, and that'll kind of will that will Manaphy rotate? Manaphy rotates, right? Uh, I don't know the block letter. Let me see. Probably heard me type it. I'm gonna look at this. It's brilliant stars. It is an F block. It'll be good, I think. So Manaphy, Jirachi, we have a lot of ways to block damage. We have that weird Soul Rock and Lutatone combo going on. It's gonna be interesting to see what benches look like on, on when all these cards are released. But Jirachi is just huge, and I know there's really not much we could add onto that, but I I'm glad that we know that it exists. So I'm very happy about that. Next card is Medical Energy. As long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, and it provides colorless energy, when you attach it from your hand, heal 30 from that Pokemon. Any relevancy? It seems like a good mid-round card, but is it good enough? Um, like I feel like Jet Energy and things like that are a little more impactful. Yeah, unless you're playing some weird wall stall deck, but even 30, I don't think impacts too much. Yeah, we'll see if it gets played, but I agree. Unless you're like stalling out or something, it's it's just kind of, it's going to exist. I feel like we've seen cards like it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Now we get into some fun stuff. Now we have cards released and revealed 
from Ancient Roar and Future Flash. This was revealed during the Japanese event that went on over the weekend. These are going to be the ones that release in Japan on October 27th. The English cards will come out in November's Paradox Rift set. So I'm I'm pretty excited to go through these. And it starts off with just a huge banger here. We have Iron Hands EX. This is the card that most people are excited slash concerned about. So we'll have a good discussion around this. It is a lightning type with 210 HP basic. It has the future tag on it. For two lightning and a colorless, arm press, 160 damage. For one lightning and three colorless, strength amplifier, 120 damage. If your opponent's active is knocked out by damage from this attack, take an additional prize card. It's weak to fighting and has a retreat of four. Obviously, the big focus here is the lightning triple colorless strength amplifier attack. The ability to knock out a Pokemon and take an additional prizes. Things like Curlia, Manaphy, Radiant Greninja because of weakness. There's a lot of things that this can take out and get multiple prizes and kind of swing that prize trade. Joe, what are your initial thoughts as just a general card design and where you think it'll fall into this meta? It is an exciting card to have, I think. Uh, I th- believe that the excessive energy requirement justifies the means. Correct. I agree. Um, one of the things that someone brought to mind, and it really makes me super sad, is this ends my hope for Garchomp deck. You think it totally like ends it? Uh, it doesn't help it. Because there's two ways to play Iron Hands, right? Maridon and Lost Zone. Correct. So if you're playing Maridon lists, you're pretty much guaranteed to poop. But you'd be Let's doing start. that anyway. Right? Yeah, but the, 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 the existence of Iron Hands and some other cards coming out like Zapdos EX is going to heavily increase the ratio... Oh, that people playing Lugia now again is right. heavily increasing the shift of Maridon's play, playability and how many people actually play it. Yeah, dude, Maridon's having a resurgence, and it's only going to get better. Yeah, so I think with this whole shift in the meta, just secondary secondhand just destroys and poops on Garchomp. Yeah, I still intend on playing Garchomp, but I do agree. And honestly, this entices me to play Maridon more because now, like you said, you're going to have new Zapdos. You're going to have Mew EX. You're going to have Iron Hands. It's not necessarily a box deck, but it's a it's a deck with a lot of options. And it's going to be very strong coming off of rotation. So I agree. Iron Hands EX is a card that, again, I think people are pretty genuinely concerned about or excited for, like I said, because of its power. And we'll go back to its future implications when we get into more of the, the item cards further down the list. Next up is Slitherwing. This is a fighting type, 140 HP with the ancient trait. Not the ancient trait like before, like ancient as in past. For one fighting energy, trample. Discard a top, discard the top card from your opponent's deck. For two fighting energy, billowing burn. 120, and this does 92 itself. Your opponent's active is now burned. It's weak to Psychic and a Retreat of 3. Any relevancy here? No. Yeah, I agree. Another kind of meh basic card. 
We then move on to Sandy Shocks EX. Sandy Shocks, which is the past variant of Mag- uh, Magneton. 220 HP fighting type. Again, has that ancient trait. Has the ability Magnetic Attraction. This ability can be used once during your turn. If your Pokemon has four or fewer prize cards remaining, attach a basic fighting energy from your discard pile to this Pokemon. For two fighting at a colorless Ground Spark, 200 damage, and this Pokemon cannot attack during your next turn. Weak to Grass and a Retreat of two. So your opponent needs to have some prize cards taken for the ability to proc. It does not uh, get limited, so you can stack it, although it can only be attached to the Sandy Shocks that's proccing the ability. I mean, this is a solid fighting type basic. How do you feel about it? It's got a lot of traditional fighting type features, but the ability is a nice touch. Um, let's see here. Um, I like it. I I do. I, I kind of understand the whole four prize cards are fewer gimmick for the uh, ability, but I necessarily don't completely agree with it. I th- I think it would have been fine if they had six. Uh, just I I don't I, I I think they always print that restriction for fighting because they're always afraid it's going to go rampant again, and I just don't feel that's going to ever really kind of happen since they fixed the 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 weakness chart for the most yeah. part in Pokemon. There's not really a huge moment where Magneton's going to be hitting some huge massive knockout consistently. Yeah, plus this guy can also can't really take an attack next turn so it's it's kind of limiting but i i, I think it's got some no pun intended, like legs to stand on the only argument for it, and this is a card we knew before so i'm fine talking about it is with the ancient booster energy capsule item it will have 60 more hp mm-hmm. so like okay there's something there uh but it's it's gonna be a well, one of right you're not gonna point, run the magic zone deck at that point why don't you just run bravery charm right so oh wait there's is 50 or 60 Bravery time is fifty, so you still would oh, you still would run, yeah. you still run, but like you can make the argument just run that on a better card. Yeah, um, yeah. But this is a this is essentially a two attachment attack. Yeah, so it, I think it could be fun. I think the great thing about it too is the grass weakness to it, and I just don't really see much grass running around right now. Yeah, well, we oh. I've talked about before. I think grass is always going to be perpetually bad. So, grass weaknesses are pretty safe. But yeah, pretty pretty average run-of-the-mill okay card. I don't hate it, and I think it's something to not scoff at. No, it exists. You need to note that it exists. If you're playing fighting, you're probably testing it at least as a one-off. Next up, we have Iron Jugulus. This is a colorless 130 HP basic with the future tag. For three colorless energy, homing heads... This attack is 50 to 3 of your opponent's Pokemon that already have damage counters on them. For 5 colorless energy, Baryon Beam, 150. But if this Pokemon has the future boost energy capsule, it costs 3 colorless instead of 5. Weak to Lightning in a retreat of 2. The first attack is interesting. The second attack's effect is interesting, but we don't really have like triple acceleration energy or anything. We do have a reversal. We do. So you could run a reversal energy on it. And we'll get into the future future booster card next. How are how are your feelings towards this card? To be able to 
spread 50 damage to three Pokemon, I think is very good. Um, I think it's some decent people now talking to them, kind of sleeping on it a bit. For the attack cost, I think it's reasonable. Um, so I... I've, I feel that homing heads is, I think, better than most people would think. And it's a single prizer. Yeah. So you're always going to have the ability to... It's a one prize sack if it ever had to be hit. And attacking the 50 damage can really... 50 damage on things that you assume already have at least 10 damage counters on them can really fix some knockouts. And honestly, it, it looks to me like a lost box tool uh-huh. but maybe not because with Sableye Sableye is more of a closer and Sableye is not typically a mid game type of card where as if you're using Sableye with Iron Jugulus, Iron Jugulus would be the closer in but theory. This, this could be your uh, not saying you're going to replace Greninja but you can always try to uh, use this instead of Greninja spreading 50 instead of 90 to 2 depending on what you need to snipe if they already have damage counters on them. Yes. And that's the limitation. So we'll see. I think Iron Jugglers is an interesting card. Which but... most places really already cover and play uh, with uh, Halucha. So. True. So there you go. Iron Jugglers is kind of like Sandy Shock's a card to look out for. Now we get to the trainers. Future Booster Energy Capsule. This is the item that can be attached to future Pokemon. The future Pokemon this card is attached to has A, no retreat cost, and B, do 20 more damage to your opponent's active. So you're basically combining two of the historically strongest items in the game. Period. Floatstone and Muscle Band. And it is just one card. This is an insane item. Yep. The, future, the future Pokemon like to retreat a lot. They do decent damage. A free retreat Iron Hands EX that hits for 140 for an extra knockout? You think that's the issue? It's Iron Valiant. Well, I, well, yeah, Iron Valiant hitting the... Uh, I didn't even get to that yet. You talk about Iron Valiant for two Psychic and a Colorless, now it hits 220, and it can move freely? Yes. Uh, I mean... This is the one of the strongest item cards ever printed. Now, it's limited to futures, right? So I'm not going to say it's just like instantly a GOAT item card. But in terms of what value it provides, this is some of the highest value you can see in an item card. It's Would kind of... Agree? Yeah, it's kind of apparent of which... Of which... Uh, what should I call it? Which paradox they prefer over the other... The card oh game. man, dude! Totally. This is this is screaming future. So, so like they they took a huge poopy 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 on uh, ancient, just purely by not giving it this card. I mean, yeah. now again with future variants, really the only cards that care about this are Iron Valiant and Iron Hands. You could argue Iron Jugulus, right? Because now you'll be doing one seventy for three, which is a great number. Now you one one fifty is arguable. One sixty is great. One seventy just passes the threshold. Uh-huh. So that's incredible. So that's going to be great. I I just kind of like with Jirachi, its value is pretty blatant and obvious. But oh my lord, it's just such a strong looking card. You got anything else you want to say on that? I just weep for the future. 
I weep. Next up, we have Ancient Booster Capsule. We already knew what this one did. It's 60 extra HP and you remove special conditions. We don't need to talk about it because we've already talked about it before. See, they should have given... I think what they should have done right now is swap the special conditions and swap the free retreat. I don't mind that. Then we're balanced. No, they definitely want futures to be better. I know. But I'm yeah, telling it, you, it, this is, that's where the balance comes in. Or yeah, they did in. not. Futures got the love here. Um, we have Professor Sada's Determination. This is an ancient supporter. Choose up the two of your ancient Pokemon and attach one basic energy from your discard pile to each of them. Then draw three cards. So, okay. Sandy Shocks now get some more acceleration. A little better. The future supporter, Professor Turos, put one of your Pokemon into your hand. So now we're back to like the Acerola, AZ. Obviously, the text varies from time to time, but you have your Pokemon pickup card. That's instantly the one of the most valuable things we'll talk about today. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, not much. Again, a lot of these cards are pretty self explanatory. Just having them back in the format is big. Um, Earth Vessel is an ancient item. States you must discard a card from your hand in order to use this card. Search your deck for up to two basic energy cards and reveal them. Put them into your hand. This is essentially Professor's Letter with a required discard. This is just going to be played in every deck if it can be, right? Yeah. So, remember when I was talking about Battle of VIP Pass? Uh, right. you, you have another discard target, dude. Earth Vessel is just going to be played. This is also this is this is probably one of the best ancient cards we see, and it's the best because it's not applicable just to ancients. Yes, it's going to be great. I mean, you even talk about like Chi and Pao getting the extra two energy. Like there, there's just so many things that benefit from searching energy like that and getting cards into the discard pile. So Earth Vessel is pretty good. Um, the item on the future side is Techno Radar. Uh, you also have to discard a card from your hand. Search your deck for up to two future Pokemon. Reveal them and put them into your hand. Similar to... is It a, it was Electromagnetic Radar, correct? Yeah. So, this is fine. It searches out your iron hands and stuff like that. It's I, not going to be played as much as Earth Vessel. If, well, if you, if you intend to play Iron Valiant, I don't see why you wouldn't... It's an instant in Iron Valiant, but anywhere else is it really going to be played? Uh, we'll see what the future holds. Ah, I like that. Yes, I agree. <laughs> we then move on to Mela or Mila or however you want to say it. it is a supporter that states you can only play this card if any of your Pokemon were knocked out during your opponent's last turn. Attach a basic fire energy from your discard to one of your Pokemon and draw until you have six cards in hand. So straight up fire support. So, Charizard, congratulations. Otherwise, this card just exists. It's, it's like, I, like, I, they probably kept the theme to have it fire, but I don't know why they made it just fire. They just make it whatever ener basic energy. Yeah, they definitely just themed it because the next one's themed too. You got Tulip. Put up to four in any combination of psychic Pokemon and basic psychic energy from your discard pile into your hand. And and because it's basic and limited to that, I don't think it's anything crazy. Like it's good, but you're probably just playing like a Clara or something other than that, right? I don't know. It depends what you want in your. Um, it really depends on what you want in your uh, Gardevoir deck. 
I don't think it's anything special. I think it's I don't, I don't think this will see play any more than the other recursion cards do. Uh, it's decent, obviously it's decent, but being limited to basic specifically uh, kind of limits it a little bit. We then it, have a card basic energy. Y- yes, it does put basic energy into your hand, but typically you want it in the discard. Yeah, you just take regular Pokemon. It's right. not limiting psychic. Just it's not limiting basic psychic Pokemon. It's limiting Pokemon or psychic Pokemon. Right. So I I see this a lot better option than Clara. All right. So fair can, enough. So you can you can choose and because if if you want three of your alts somehow got discarded for whatever reason, or getting back your other Gardevoir cards that somehow got tossed away. It's an easier tulip to bring back those things and just do what you need to do. True. Fair enough. That works. So your discard foddering your higher Pokemon is, is less detrimental. That is fair. So yeah, we'll see how tulip how tulip's viability is. I still like like Mila Mermela, I guess, better as just like a general value card. But it Psychic is better in the format right now than Fire is. We then have the four Treasures of Ruin. Uh, these all have the same first attack, and their second attacks are kind of, they're fine. Um, they all have the same attack for one of the energy of their type. So, Wo Chain Grass, Chi Yu Fire, Chi and Pao Water, and Ting Lu Fighting. You attack with one energy attached to basic of that type. So, Water, Fighting, Fire, you know, you apply it. It's not any energy, it's limited to one of your Pokemon. And then for three energy, it's between. Two to four, they all basically do all bad things. Yeah, they're like the general like Zacian cards I've talked about before, where they're just not great. So I'm not going to talk a lot about them, but they exist. Like the only thing that kind of had hope was Wo Chin, where it did do 140, and then makes your opponent attack cost two colorless more. But you're looking at grass, 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 colorless, and just a grass type in general. So instantly bad. We can Wo Chen to yourself to that Wo Chen. Yeah, it's ugh, it's bad. But the last two cards will definitely be interesting. We have Technical Machine De-Evolution and Technical Machine Evolution. These cards, when you attach, like we talked about before with the TMs, give these Pokemon an extra attack that turn, and then it gets discarded. The De-Evolution one for one colorless devolves all of your opponent's Pokemon by putting the highest stage into their hand. And the Evolution one Choose up to two of your bench Pokemon, search your deck for a card that evolves from them, and put it on those cards. De-evolution first. It's it's a card we've seen before, and yes, it can be meaningful if you put damage counters down in the first place, right? You can force knockouts that way. Um, So you can can create some pretty cool math there. There's There's a cheese jump bluff that attacks twice. So you could, like, de evolve stage twos if they didn't use her a candy in a cheese way, but how are your so feelings you, on devolution? Um, it's, you said it's used in the past. Remember when I first started playing, it was on Espeon EX. Yep. Um, and people were playing with, uh, Decidueye GX that was sniping around doing stuff and you would devolve things on the board. And I feel that there's enough spread available that this is a very useful TM. 
Yeah, I would agree. It's going to be used, and and you're again, like we talked about, it's going to create some really cool math. Yeah. Um, so, um, the other thing I'm really excited about some of these things too, the more TMs that are being printed, uh, the more I believe that the way the game is going to be played and shaped is going to be of very almost toolbox and very different in the future. I'm hoping, man. Because I between really the shop and the center, ones that search tools, which was actually being played a lot this weekend, through the deck, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think it was shopping center. Yep. Um, and then there's the market that searches it from your discard pile. So I really think uh, the way the future of Pokemon tools is going to be shaped completely differently. So I think there'd be a lot more value out of Arvins as well. Yeah, so we'll, I, there's there's definitely things to talk about there. And the evolution one's crazy because this thing combos with VIP pass so well, it's not even funny. Turn one, VIP pass, evolution attack, instantly evolve. Like, that could be something decent even for Gardevoir. Dude, this is a good card. Both of these TMs are good. Broken, I'm, I'm not going to believe it until I see it. Like, evolving and skipping the evolution phase i guess translations could change that as well uh-huh. um oh, but like, if it this gives me a chance for meowscarada right i i think this is good for stage twos overall it's a healthy card for stage two so i like it overall i'm there's a lot of really good cards we talked about today um and it breaks the mold of like the first set of a new mechanic being like weak however i feel like rapid strike was pretty strong too so this isn't like necessarily a new mechanic it's more of like just a new subtype, but I'm sure you're feeling pretty pumped about these cards too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool. And and that really brings us to the end. So a bunch of sweet cards, a bunch of cool things to look forward to. We talked about Pittsburgh. we got a bunch of cool events coming up. Joe, is there anything else you'd like to say before we head out of here? I hope everybody has a good relaxing weekend. Yeah. Enjoy the DLC. If you're playing it by the time this is out, you already been playing it. So that's cool. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. Keep playing Pokemon. Go check out the new cards on Poke Beach, Poke Guardian, wherever you get your news. Thank you all so much, and we will see you next time.